Hello, everybody, and welcome today to the High on Soccer podcast with your host, me, Dylan Monroy. Jorge Martinez. Amar Tabaza. What up, everyone? Que paso, amigos. And we are the High on Soccer podcast. So today, we're going to talk about something actually not directly soccer related. We're going to talk to you guys about us. We want you guys to get to know us a little bit more. Because I know it's a little weird going on podcasts and be like, should I listen to these guys? I don't know anything about these guys. You know, are they any good at what they do? I don't know if they're good. But this is to help that. All right? We want you guys to get to know us because we want to build a community from this someday and grow it from now onward. Okay? So uh, I'm going to start. My name is Dylan Monroy. I am... 26 years of age as of recording this um i am a huge soccer fan and i could honestly say that soccer wasn't like the thing i fell in love with first for me it was basketball at first but right around like when i was like 14 or something like that i went to a like a team and i started playing so I'm, I'm like I'm like a late bloomer when it comes to the game, and ever since I played it, started watching it, I saw um, Cristiano Ronaldo playing the final. Uh, I think it was 2007 or eight or something like that. I saw him on TV and I was just like, whoa, Wayne Rooney, Kaká, like those guys. I just saw moments from those guys and I couldn't believe what they were doing because I was just learning. So for me to just learn how to play the game and see see it on TV, and they're doing some crazy stuff, it blew me away, because I'm like, whoa, I'm not even close to that, like, not even at all, like, I'm definitely, definitely a beginner, and, well, another thing I want to talk about is, like, us, you know, as the high-on soccer group here, that we got here, and for me, Jorge, I actually met this fool because he was watching a Champions League game in class. I was like... I was bored. Yeah, I was like... (laughs) I I was like, hey, dude, aren't you going to get in trouble for that? And then Jorge was like, who's going to (laughs) know? And then we were sitting at the very back of the class, and I'm thinking you know what, damn it, he's fucking right. What the fuck am I doing? And then I went over there and I sat next Uh to him. And that's how our friendship kind of came out of soccer. Just to give a little backstory, it was was an accounting class, so we had to take our laptops. We had to. We we, we were on our laptops to do the the lesson plan or whatever we were doing. So we had our laptops and, I mean, then the class was like, I had to obviously be a Tuesday or Wednesday, but I think we got like, it started at like 11.30 or something, 11.15. So like we go to class and we get started, but the, those first like 30 minutes of the class, I was looking for the stream for the Champions League. I'm like, I, I gotta find a good one, I gotta find a good one. And then I finally find it. And I wasn't the only one, just wanna point that out there. I wasn't the only one in that class. You're right, there were other but people were other who people. did that. But I just remember you being like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, he's gonna know. The teacher, like the, the professor's like, the professor's gonna know. I'm like, Bro, how's he gonna know? How's he gonna check this shit? He's fucking teaching class right now. You like, and how's he gonna check that? What I'm doing on this shit? You know, they can't see. And we're in the back, so I was like, whatever. The struggle of a soccer fan in the United States of America. Dude, for real, dude. We have to. We have class or school right around Champions League time, which is during the Mm -hmm. week. You know, 
at around what noon? Until eleven forty-five. Like I got things to do. I can't just miss yeah, all the bro, time. You know. But <laughs> and, and you know what? It's worth it. Oh yeah, fuck it yeah. totally <laughs> is. Dude, I have Champions League days, dude. Like, I would like get up like like if I have like shit to do, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get up like an extra like hour or two or there, dude. Fuck it, like. It does. It does motivate you on the days that there's soccer games. It does motivate you to uh, kind of like do more on that day. Yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna do because because I want to get shit done and then I want to just go like and just chill out and then. Yeah, even like after the game, you know, like yeah. even if you get that little break throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, here and there, it's what, like not every game. What are you game, talking about, Juan? This past couple of weeks, like I know you get the energy because we literally went out to play soccer, like after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before, before, done, before, before you abandoned me. Listen, okay, <laughs> all right. What Ahmad is referring to, as far as abandoning him, I tore tore my Achilles while playing soccer. And I have not been playing for two months now, sadly. Won't be for quite a while. But still loving the game, still appreciating the game. I've banded my brothers, so so Ahmad says, but he, you can go play, brother. You know you can go play. You. It's not the same. I need your passes. You're right. You're right. My passing is exceptional. My finishing is almost huh. non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's the thought that counts. I like his honesty. Okay? It's the thought that counts. All right. So now that I've introduced myself and a little bit of the group, Jorge, I won't, or uh, let's, you know what? Fuck it. Jorge. Yeah. I already said you, Dave. Hello, everyone. So, uh, yeah, I met, uh, that was, I met Dylan. Like, uh, he's headset, like, a few years ago. Um, and, uh, and then eventually down the line through, through Dylan and Ahmad. And uh, uh, we've all just all gotten along really well since we've all met. Uh, we're all really into the same kind of, you know, similar stuff. Obviously, soccer's been huge and, and like, been the common thing. Uh, for me, actually, it's, it's kind of weird that I make a friend that doesn't play soccer or, like, watch soccer. Same. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's, like, all my... All my friends, like, I, when I think about it, like, I'm like, shit, dude. All I ever talk about with my friends is fucking soccer. Yeah. Soccer and, like, working out or something. I mean, those, I friends, those friends that don't like soccer, they, they're there. But there's, like, a whole side of you that they don't know. Yeah. You know I mean? It's, like, soccer. Yeah. It's, dude, it, it's such like a, a big It's a world. Part. Dude, it's, it's such a, a big world. part of me. Like, it's, like... Yeah. like I, it's trying... Well... It's a big part of you, and you're also now trying to make it your life. Exactly, man. But dude, it's like okay, I, I'm not gonna I lie. Like that. When, I, when I was yeah, when I was younger, like I, I didn't like soccer. I, I wasn't in the sports, you know. I wasn't athletic. It just was not my thing. And then uh, I stopped playing soccer, and then like the 2006 World Cup, you know, came around, and I don't know what happened, bro. But <sighs> Brazil just changed my life, man. That that team, fuck man. Two thousand six. Two thousand six World Cup. Hmm. Went to the semifinal. I that I don't remember. Did they go to the semifinal? I think it was the semis. Semis. Yeah, the but final the, was uh, Italy, and Italy, Italy, Italy and France. But that like that team like because that's like when I could. Was it like, wasn't it the two thousand two? But two thousand two, I was like in, in like second grade. Right. I was I don't know I was in eighth grade or seventh grade. The summer between seventh and eighth grade was two thousand six. So four years before that, I don't know. I really don't want to do math. As you can maybe tell, the accounting class didn't go <laughs> as planned. <laughs> but, but yeah, like. <laughs> 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 
Jorge of the three of us, I think, is the most uh, like exercising kind of guy. Yeah. Like, Although no, we like, goes we like we like to go out. I, I, I think you just don't, you don't like to go out as no, much. No, no, no. Because Jorge does like the exercise. He does his nutrition. He does his yeah. biking. He That's plays he's, soccer. He's a little bit like, more consistent. With yeah, him. bro. You and I go to the gym. We all go to the gym. We play soccer together and stuff. But this guy does like two, like 
more things. That's you good, know? boy. And, yeah. and like, I wish I had your energy level, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I could. I will. It's I funny will. Though, it's like I, only I have, just have an injury now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like I only have the. Like, it's funny. Like I literally only have like energy for like that stuff, and then it's like literally doing everything else. I'm just like. I'm just there. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not right now, you know, obviously, but, like, yeah. Just, I like to chill. I like to chill a lot. It's, I guess that's why I do a lot of, like, active stuff is because, like, when I'm not active, I'm, like, very, like, just, like... I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff as much because I don't want to risk getting injured. That's like me. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, work and mm-hmm. the way the business is, it's... If I get injured, I mean, I'm risking a lot. So I'm trying to stay healthy. I'll, I'll go shoot around. I'll go, you know, I'll do something simple. I'll, I'll do, in a control setting, I'll do a lot. But like, as far as like play, playing and risking injuries and things like that, I don't like to do it as much. Maybe once in a blue moon. But right now it's like, we're not teenagers anymore. We're no, not like in our early right, 20s. Man. Injuries, Bro. like being out for months right now, Ahmad it's Tabaza, not the same. Ahmad Tabaza 2020 COVID like peak around may june better finishing than griezmann we established this last year <laughs> yeah. so yeah covid i mean covid forced us because yeah. the gym's closed and you know man, i like to go to the gym i like to do things but covid kind of put us in a, in, in a place where we had no choice but to either go shoot around or you know make workouts outside do some drills do anything but you know the good thing is is we did something yeah. we kept going yeah. and you know I feel I feel healthy for you know 27 I feel very healthy oh, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. like once I'm on the soccer field or once I play basketball you know um, I think I think I'm very good you know mm-hmm. so it's like uh, it's good to have a balance in your life oh, definitely. and it's also good to know like when to give your body a break and when to give yourself that rest and when not to overdo it because sometimes when you're excited and you're in, in oh, that yeah, momentum I've, I've it's like way. you don't want to give up you know and I get it yeah. like I've been I've gotten injured on days and I was there the next day and I was trying to lift on it and it was like the wrong thing to do mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to take it a little bit easy oh, yeah, you know you are slowing down the progress a little bit but in the long term I think it might be better so yeah. that's that's where I'm at right now yeah it's not in a similar situation too though at, at this second because of my hip and stuff but yeah. yeah dude like the last like month and a half I've just been like I've been doing what I can, you know, but I've like been like just just chill, like taking like taking a step back and like all right, well, right now my main my main priority is just being healthy, yeah. you know, and then like making sure my hip is well rested and like it's healed so I can fucking finally go play. And like, <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm like, it sucks because like before I couldn't play because there was no soccer and now there's soccer and I can't play because I'm like hurt, you know, and I'm just like I'm itching to go back out there. And on top of that, how do you that, think I feel, brother? Uh, Sad face. Dude, and on top of that, bro, like. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to feel like that. <laughs> wow, thanks, bro. No, like, I, I, I've been telling you guys I, even before, even before this. I was like, I remember you guys were telling me come play Thursday, come play Sunday. I'm like, guys, like, who do you guys think I am? <laughs> I am just like, like full time job. You know, full-time business, full-time, a lot of stuff, bro. Going to these intense soccer games, bro, is like three times a week, plus the gym, plus doing everything else. You're putting your body at a huge risk, especially when you're not like 100% with nutrition, when you're not 100% with stretching, you know, and we're not like, maybe we're 50%, but like 100%, I wouldn't say we're there right now. So it takes a lot, man. It takes a lot to be like in in your best physical form, you know, but you could only like try so much and you could always stay improving improving little by little but just don't push yourself 
to a point where mm-hmm. it takes you out for such a long time. I know, but I mean, like, we all learn a lesson, and I'm sure players get injured all the times, and sometimes you just can't control it. It just happens. It could happen to anyone. Yeah, I would actually say that, like, during COVID, uh, I mean, not COVID, during COVID, I was the strongest I've ever been, but the most athletic I ever was was, like, like two years ago, and you could ask Dylan because he he saw this come out of fucking nowhere. I, I don't even. I still can't believe I did it. Like oh, for those who don't know, I met Jorge <laughs> as a larger man, in in the sense of he was considered chubby. Yeah, he's exactly. He was two hundred thirty five mm-hmm. pounds, and now you, Jorge, you weigh. I, I weighed in at like one fifty four, one fifty five this morning. So like. Okay, I knew this guy back when I was like five years ago now, six years ago now. This guy has changed a lot. He committed himself to uh, to healthy and exercise, healthy food and exercise and that sort of stuff, and he did it. So, like anyone who's out there and thinks you know it's that awesome, it's not man. possible, like to me, Jorge is the guy who yeah. proved it, showed me with my own eyes that, yeah, dude, it's just me that wants to eat the cookie versus eating the celery or whatever yeah it's not <laughs> okay. easy but like I, I worked really hard during that time but I like dude like I there was a point where I felt like I was like the most like thick guy ever but I'll admit I was like overdoing it and at that time I could handle it cause I was like fucking 24 23 24 25 around that age like dude like I would like work out and then play soccer and like on the same day I'd work out before work and play soccer after work and then the next day if I didn't go work out I'd go run like five miles like just, just, just and that's crazy and just, and I want to talk about our mm-hmm. our home Arab yeah. our favorite Arab <laughs> like to be honest before Ahmad I had never really had a friend that was Arabic and or anything or had any relation to any like Arab people okay this guy, when I'm 16 years old, we're both 16, comes up to me in the 24-hour fitness basketball court, starts talking to me in Arabic, <laughs> <laughs> and I look at him, and I look at him, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, uh, I don't know what you're saying, uh, I'm Mexican or something, yeah, and then and then you're like, oh, oh shit, you look Arabic, and then, well, you tell the story from there, bro. For those of you guys who don't know what Dylan looks like, I mean, his, his profile is, is on the page. You guys can check it out. If you guys have ever seen a more Arab-looking non-Arab, icon, I mean, I took this guy to Jordan, and it was this was uh, 2019, right? Yeah. November 2019. I took this guy to Jordan, and no one, and I mean no one, including my own family, believed that this guy was not Jordanian or Arab or anything like that. So he went there being known as Dylan, and he came back being known as Tariq. Yeah, my name in, in over there in the Middle East uh, is Tariq. People thought I was making fun of them. People thought I was pranking them. Literally, people were looking at him like 30 times. Like, no, well, come on, he's... He's Arab. I'm like, no, no, he's not, man. He's Mexican. He's like, Mexican? I'm like, yeah. No one, no one believed this. But um, definitely, yeah, it's been... It's been a good uh, uh, friendship for sure. Yeah, we definitely like a get decade, along. Very, more than a decade. Yeah, it's been like... Yeah, absolutely, a long time. So, uh, 
as far as uh, my story with, with soccer, so I started uh, watching soccer because of my dad, actually. He was really into soccer. My dad was very into soccer, actually, when he was young. He still is into uh, soccer, so uh, shout out to him. So he would take me to games when I was younger, and uh, I actually remember I was like very, very into it. Um, started off probably watching games in like the year 2000, 2001. The World Cup of 2002 was probably the first major tournament that I encountered. I was actually in uh, second grade at the time. And I remember I got the same haircut as Ronaldo. My dad let that happen. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You mean R9? Like yeah. the little, little, like, <coughs> like, I don't even know how to yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. thing in yeah, front of his face where he's bald. Listen, bro, in no, 2002. Can you do it again? 19 years ago. If no, I give you 100 I'm not, bucks. I'm not doing it again. No. No. I'm not. Damn. I, I got to stay professional. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely got the hair. I, I actually have a picture. I'll show it to you. But Why have I not seen this? I don't know. There's a lot of pictures. But anyways, that was the first uh, team that I uh, encountered watching. So I was I was very into that Brazil team. And uh, actually, that was also the first tournament that I saw the U.S. play because they had a strong tournament during that World Cup as well. Uh, then uh, in Jordan, you know, we don't have like the country that I was born in. We don't have the infrastructure to, you know, for youth soccer to like develop. There isn't really a lot of opportunities, at least at the time. There wasn't really opportunities like AYSO or playing for your elementary school. There, there's only several clubs in Jordan. And usually to get into them, you either had to know someone or, you know, like the transportation was difficult. There were a lot of variables of why that was difficult to do in Jordan. So uh, not enough stadiums, a lot of reasons. So when I came uh, to the United States, I was actually surprised because I'm like, why is there so much grass in this country, but no one's playing soccer on it? Like, it was mind blowing to me. Like, why is there so much grass and no one's touching it? When in Jordan, it's like any street, any little neighborhood is a soccer field. There's a soccer game going on like in almost every single street, even the streets that have traffic in it, you'll see a soccer game going on somewhere. So, uh, yeah, so when I came here, uh, I was actually, one of the main things that I'd say inspired me is, uh, you know, because I was actually, my dad got me into soccer in Jordan, and that's the country that I grew up in, so I have a lot of loyalty to it. So, and I still consider it my, my, my first country because I was born there. Uh, I guess you can say, like, I saw Mexicans in this country. I saw a lot of different nationalities, even Koreans, actually. They've always had players that played outside like uh, Sung or Mexicans have like Dos Santos or mm -hmm. just, I feel like almost every nation outside of like that part of the Middle East has players that play Representation. In, in Europe, mm -hmm. especially this is like the year 2006 and 2007. Mm -hmm. So at that time, there wasn't any of the play, the Middle Eastern players that we have today. At that time, maybe you had like guys like Marwan Shamak for Arsenal. Like there wasn't really, there were only like three. Shamak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And horrible, horrible. How, how, how the heck did I remember that guy? It's just as pathetic as US soccer three, three years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just as pathetic yeah. as US right. soccer three years ago. So let's not even go there. Okay. Okay. So I'm just saying, so that was, that was like uh, something that when I was younger, so I would play on the field. I played AY, so I played school, I played in high school. Uh, I would be lying if I said that I thought that I was gonna be like this great player. I mean, I was a decent player. I knew how to play decently, but as far as like being Messi or being Cristiano Ronaldo, I'd be lying if I said that I've ever felt like I could be anywhere near that. You know, there were 
kids that I played in high school that were like, I'd be lying if I said they weren't better than me at the time. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of competition, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's here. So I think at a very young age, I figured out that I was better, you know, or like not better, but you could say I was more interested in the backstage of soccer and what was happening on behind the scenes uh-huh. than I was with what was happening on the field. Like uh, I could score a goal, I could do this, but what if I could take this player from here to here? So I guess what uh, first got me into soccer from 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 this angle is when I was 13, there's a the top Arab sports website. It's called uh, Kura.com. And it's one of the top websites in the world. It's one of the top in the Arab world for sure. It's the main source for, for all the news. So they had forums at the time. And at 13 years old, I remember I would do research on Jordanian players that were playing outside in Europe that even the Jordanian Federation didn't even know about them, didn't even know that they exist. And I'd start publishing articles on that website talking about those players and, you know, just like making a buzz out of it, right? And a couple of those times, actually, the Jordanian Federation reached out to me at 13 years old telling me that, hey, like, how do you reach this player? How can we reach him? How can we get him to represent the national team? Not only that, but like, I could see how many people were viewing my, my, uh, the things that I was posting. And I could even like when I would go to Jordan, because I'd do it from here. But even when I would visit Jordan, I'd be sitting with like, uh, my friends that or like people that I've just met and then they'd be talking about something that I had posted on that website and yeah, to me that insane. always like kind of felt good because mm-hmm. I'm like oh wow like I'm making an influence um, at the end of the day I think what got me into soccer is more about the passion of an idea to do something for my country uh-huh. it's always been a dream for me to do something for my country to give back in a way mm-hmm. because i feel like they deserve it i do feel like there is talent i have been there i know why they don't get anywhere for the most part so that you could say gave me the confidence at like about 13 years old to kind of like do something with this so this was before social media so once social media started I took that experience that I had from that website and I transferred it into social media pages. So now I have a big Jordanian sport Mm -hmm. platform. I have a big U.S. soccer platform. I have it in several other countries. I have many different brands that I'm building in soccer when it comes to the media aspect because I really like the soccer mogul. And uh, (laughs) so another thing that I did at that age, actually at around uh, 14 or 15 years old, is uh, I went to CalSouth and I was actually by their recognition, I was the youngest person to receive a coaching license, a, a youth coaching license from CalSouth. And I still have that certificate. And uh, I took like many programs at that age because I, it was very clear to me at 15, 16 years old that I was going to do something with soccer that is not playing. Yeah. I was going to do like other stuff. For sure. So, like, I just want to say like a little story of how I know I think a model is like just equally obsessed as all of us, if not more. <laughs> um, the guy, when we were younger, like uh, like in, when I just met him a couple years, the guy would come in like full Madrid sweats sometimes. I remember you wearing like sweats, bro, and then a jersey on top. And I don't know, you would just, <laughs> you'd be riding that Cristiano, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you really liked it and you were saying, oh man, hey man, I'm gonna be the trainer over there for Madrid yeah, at that know, time. I and then like, I be- like I low key believed things. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But yeah, you know what? The way yeah. we like soccer and about talking about soccer, and how we talk about it now, yeah, yeah, you know, you'll make it wherever with soccer. Thank we all kind of will I, at this point. I appreciate that. But you know, the thing is, is uh, 
so you know like i said at that age i except for he's a mexico the one thing, fan the one thing i knew <laughs> the one thing i knew at that age is uh, i wanted to do something in, in soccer and in sports actually in general because there's a couple other sports that i like besides soccer but not as much uh, so i knew i wanted to do something in the field so i went in many different directions so i did mention the media which i still do coaching is something that you know I just figured at some point that the playing experience played a huge role in getting those jobs and getting those uh, those those positions. You know, uh, being being someone that have played puts you at a much greater advantage than someone who hasn't. So that was that was always a point for me that kind of prevented me from getting there. I wanted to get into the sports medicine route, but there was this one lecture when, you know, long story short, I go to the lecture. The teacher's like. You know, when you guys are like getting these equipment ready for the players in the morning, you know, at like six in the morning, you guys got to get it ready before they come to training. And then that's like, I literally walked out of class after 10 minutes because I realized that's not what I was going to do. And then I changed majors. <laughs> so uh, I, okay, I just realized, I guess I've always, I've always loved business ever since I was a kid. I've always wanted to start businesses. I've probably started like 20 businesses that most of them probably even failed. Well, I've always liked businesses, you know, like, you know, when I was a kid, I would try to start anything, sell candy, sell energy drinks at school, sell like so many, so many different things. Mm -hmm. So I've always liked business and I've always liked sports. So at some point I realized that the best thing to do is to combine both of them. So uh, something that, you know, even when I was younger, that would come up a lot is I would get hit up by agents that would, because they saw that I have experience in like gathering information, whether mm -hmm. it's from Wikipedia or Google, like I was on it. So they would hit me up like, hey, I'm trying to take this player from Jordan to Saudi Arabia. Do you have some videos for him? Can you find us some things for him? And I'd help that agent, you know, to get that, uh -huh. that thing done. But I was like really young, right? Uh, even if I tried to talk to these players, they wouldn't even t take yeah. me seriously. So as I got older, I've actually uh, gotten very close a couple of times. I've signed professional players. We've gotten very close. Actually, very recently, I've taken this a lot more seriously. We've gotten really close to making uh, deals with top European teams. I mean, at last year, thanks to God, you know, I, I received my first offer from a European club, which was a good deal to me, you know, like uh -huh. the second top club in Cyprus offering oh, me a deal. I mean, whether it was rejected or not, but it was it's still a good step for me in the right direction. Uh -huh. So me at the moment, at this current moment right now, uh, I have my main business. I have a lot of other plans that I want to do. I have so many other ventures that I want to get into in the future. But when it comes to soccer, I look at it from many different aspects. So one main thing I'd like to do is I'd like to be the platform in a lot of different mm -hmm. countries to uh, to be to be the voice for soccer because I'm always going to keep it professional. I'm never going to be biased towards anyone. I'm always going to get away from racism. I'm not going to tolerate that. So I actually want to do it for a good purpose. You know, I want to I, I want to be a positive influence when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah. So media is, is is something with soccer. And then the second thing is I do want to start my uh, soccer agency as well very soon, and I want to be representing top so athletes. And uh, finding them the best opportunities, uh, whether it's overseas, domestically, whichever opportunity comes and if it fits them. So that's something else I want to do. And then I'd say I'd say my long term goal when, uh, with soccer is uh, I want to buy a European soccer franchise and I want to move to that city and uh, I want to win a Champions League one day. 
that's my ultimate dream when it comes to soccer. Dude, and then my personal, so actually, Saudi dream is going to happen. Inshallah. Uh, I want to have 11 kids. Holy, dude, oh, are you taking a page out of Cristiano's book or something? No, is that what he says? No, I don't know. Like, he just, it looks well, like he has a kid every well, year that he makes well, him in pods or well, whatever. Well, look, well, look, <laughs> well, look, well, well, if I was... Doesn't Cristiano seem like was, he just pops yeah, a kid every if year? If I was married to Georgina, I'd have 22 kids. But listen, <laughs> as far as, as, far as 11 point. kids... <laughs> As far as eleven kids, I think I think that that's maybe like twelve, just like as a bench, one person. But oh, I'm, I'm really so that's like my my make a team. We get into a tournament and we win it together. Damn. And then like these right. kids, bro. Five of them are gonna represent the U.S. and five of them are gonna represent. And you get whichever Jordan. one wins. I like two the of them are gonna represent Palestine for no reason, just because they probably couldn't get into the U.S. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, that's something I'd like to do. I, I'd, I'd like. I'm not gonna pressure my kids. You know, they want to be a doctor, be a doctor. Pressure. You want to be president. You want to be a basketball player. You know, you want to be like a media person. Anything you want to be, really. But just. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna pressure you. You will have a lot of soccer toys. Uh-huh. Your 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 bed think, will probably made. I think that's probably f- be made out of a soccer ball, but Dude. no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's it's funny to like look into like the future and things like that, and then uh, like I know my life is gonna always revolve around soccer uh-huh. as well. Like I think that's not gonna stop. Like I'm so excited for the 20, 2026 World Cup that's gonna be here in the oh, United States. <laughs> so, like. Soccer is going to grow. I know Ahmad talking a lot about his ambitions that he's going to do, that I believe. And, yeah, and here we are making this podcast for you guys that I, and I know all of us, want to grow and make it bigger, make yeah, a community. Man, this this podcast is just one of the things that we have uh, on our plate right now. But just remember, man, you know, whenever I get in something, whenever this is our first time getting into this together, just know that this podcast will get bigger for sure and it's gonna uh, one thing i promise is that it's gonna grow and it's gonna grow a lot and and we're gonna be here with you guys because i want to make this community mm-hmm. on the high on soccer podcast community i want you guys to be interactive with us this is why i think this was a nice like you know behind the scenes on us yeah, a little bit of yeah. why we like soccer how we got to know each other what we look forward to and that sort of thing and this is how you get to know us so then you feel more comfortable sending messages about like hey you know what i like your guys's idea uh i like the guy your guys's conversation how about talking about this and that's the kind of reaction i want i you know we want to put you you know this is so-and-so's ig question that they're making so and the cool and the cool thing about uh, asking us questions here so i just you know just want to emphasize this point a little bit is that uh, i've been living in the united states since 2004 jorge and dylan are like probably the most two guys that i've met in this country that know about soccer so when you listen to us three, uh, Dylan, he knows all about U.S. soccer. He knows all about European soccer. He's been into it for a very long time. Jorge knows, like, the South American soccer that none of you guys would know. He knows Heck the North yeah. American oh, soccer man. that none of you guys would know. 
when you guys come to me, I know Asian soccer that no one knows, <laughs> African soccer that no one knows. So if you have a question about any continent, any country, we know what's happening. Just send us the question and you're going to get your answer and you're going to love that answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to sign off on this something about us. All right. Yeah, Later, everybody. Peace out. You leave.